What's up, witches and bitches? Welcome back to yet another episode of The Spiritual Witch. I'm Michelle. I am The Spiritual Witch. I realized I did not release an episode on Sewin, which is so sad because I usually release episodes every Monday at 6 a.m. And it's so frustrating. I have just been incredibly sick. I don't know if this is COVID or some weird strain of the flu or something. But I am going to go ahead and get it checked out. Um, this next, like, Monday coming up, so, when you're listening to this, I'm probably going to be at the doctor's office. Um, but without further ado, um, let's get into it. If you guys want to support me, you can start with monthly donations, which will allow me to create engaging content more frequently that can be accessed on more platforms. Um, send me a voice message. This can allow me to hear what you have to say, and you may be featured on a future episode. Make sure to download or subscribe to Apple Podcasts so that this podcast will show up more when people search for me. So that is definitely everything that I have to um, talk about as far as announcements. I've got myself a sponsor, which is really awesome. So if you guys want to go ahead and check them out, you totally can. Link is in the description down below. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into it. So... I want to go into my, what I have been looking into with the um, C is for Coven book. But today, we're going to be talking about some tea as well. So, let's talk about the tea. Well, what is a coven? A coven is basically a group of witches. Now, a coven varies depending on what you want to believe. You can have a group of people who believe the same thing or not. Sometimes the people that believe the same thing are specific kinds of covens like Alexandrian or Dianic. Uh, Dianic covens typically are only female covens, which I think is pretty cool. And then you have Alexandrian covens, which follow extremely strict rules on how much you're supposed to walk, how much you're supposed to drink, and... Um, how you behave within the circle. And then you have covens that I'm accustomed to, where everybody believes something a little bit different. However, we all kind of gather and talk about how we practice magic and what that looks like in our practice. Every single coven is going to be different and going to look just a little bit different, depending on who's running the group and what the group looks like. So, I joined a coven. A long time ago, actually. I didn't say anything about it because the coven wasn't really active. We weren't doing a whole lot, but it was a great way to connect with like-minded people. So I did the best I could to connect with people who are like-minded, just like me. And it was a lot of fun for a little while. I liked the coven, and everything was great. But there were a couple of, um, I guess things that just weren't quite right. I'm not going to call out any of the covens that I'm with because I did sign an agreement stating that I wouldn't talk about um, one of the covens. And that's not because I have a podcast. It's just kind of what everybody does. You don't know who's in the broom closet. And you don't know who is or is not safe based on their life circumstances. So it's best if you just don't talk about the coven and try your best not to talk about the people inside of the coven. 
And when we're out in public, you're not really allowed to say hi, which makes sense. If somebody's in the broom closet, if they're with their family, definitely not a good idea to go and say hi to them. Just been, you know, a little not good because you never know who is um, going to be there. You don't know if like their their aunt or something is going to be there. Like if someone come came and say, wow, if someone came and said hello to me while I was out in public, it'd be really awkward if I was with my grandma. I can tell words tonight are going to be a lot of fun. Anyway, let's get into some of the coven like drama. So the first coven I was a part of was really cool, but they were kind of acting like they were part of the cool kids club and you kind of have to be initiated into the cool kids club, which is fine. But they have all this history that I'm just not privy to and I just don't know what's going on. So it's difficult to go and show up there and not know what's going on um, when they're talking about people. It's kind of like when you show up to, um, I don't know, someone's house or something and they start talking about people that you have no idea about. And I don't know, to me that's very frustrating and really fucking annoying because I want to know what's going on in the conversation. And quite frankly, if I show up at somebody's house and I'm wanting to get information from somebody, I'm not sitting here wanting to know about, you know, your great aunt who is doing stuff with someone else's family members that they shouldn't be doing or whatever. I don't want to hear any of that shit. I'm there to learn about witchcraft and magical practices. <clears throat> I don't care about their personal dramas. Um... The first coven I was a part of was really cool. There was a lot of animals. Um, in my opinion, probably too many animals. Um, the second that I realized I wasn't really identifying with them anymore. And they're specifically like a Wiccan coven that practice Wicca and Wiccan and all those kinds of things. That's what they do. That's what they mainly practice. My new coven allows you to explore your path. So what I'm going to say is I don't feel like I'm very much like Wiccan anymore. I feel like I'm questioning my faith a little bit more um, in regards to that area, which is perfectly fine. Um, people question their faith all the time. And that's just kind of how things go and how life goes. And that's perfectly like normal and acceptable. However, it's just really, it wasn't working with the first coven so I decided to do the second coven now the second coven I actually found through um meetup which was the second was the same as I found the first coven but meetup recommended this coven to me which I thought was very interesting and it was interesting because I never got recommended any other covens except for this one so I decided to give it a try just to see what would happen um, you know, who all is there. I was really frustrated with the first coven because they just don't seem like they want to be out there in the community and they don't want to be, um, acknowledged or recognized or anything like that. So when I showed up for the second coven, it was very much, very, very different. So the first coven is very dingy and drabby and, um, all those sorts of things. But... <clears throat> It was it was nice information, but a lot of it was from Google and YouTube and stuff like that. And I could kind of tell. But the, the other one, my new coven, seems to have more of its shit together. Um, they're, file, they're filing for a 501c, which is basically the same as a church status. 
um, so they can legally give like counsel and, and things of that nature, and it can actually have some legal weight. So when people say, oh, you know, um, you can't get vaccinated because of legality reasons and because of um, religious reasons and, and things of that nature, then you can go to the church and you can ask them for X, Y, and Z explanations and, and things of that nature. I actually went to a shop, um, and I found the necklace that the high priest at my new coven wears, and I got myself one, um, to kind of match. <laughs> Not to be cringy or anything like that, but I just, I really wanted a nice pentagram, and I got something that happened to match his, and I liked how his looked. But, that's neither here nor there. Just a random side effect that, or side fact that I wanted to put in there. So apparently, the new coven has been trying to contact the old coven, but the old coven is very, like, stuck in their ways and doesn't really want to, like, contact or be out there in the world, which I think is really interesting because they talk about how they should be out in the world and things of that nature. They talk about how being in the world is good and normal and healthy. There's a lot of discussions within the coven about how it's important to um, be out there and it's important to use your magic and things of that nature. But I also feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of questioning within this first coven that I have. And I'm scared to question them because I feel like it's a situation if you question authority, then they will kick you out or they'll start bullying you or whatever. So there's been a lot of stuff... Um, with regards to that, and it's been really hard to deal with how I'm feeling about the coven, and it's also really difficult when you only meet once or twice a month. So the last meeting that I had gone to was like two months ago, and I decided that I was going to stop going because it's just not worth my time, but... The second coven is also starting a church. And that's why they filed for the 501c. Because they're starting a church. And it's like a proper church. There's sermons all the time. They're all over YouTube. It's really, really cool. But they also want to support the other covens that are in the community. So the church is trying to reach out to the different covens to talk to them. To get some of their um, knowledge, store it, and so if there is ever a situation where somebody needs to go out and needs to keep the coven alive for whatever reason, someone gets COVID, somebody's getting sick or something like that, then that is still an option that's available. It just is not like as available if people are not keeping records or not reaching out so it's been that's been a, a rough road and a rough ride to get people to do that but I do think that it's really important for the coven to get out there and to like <clears throat> connect with other covens and also connect with the community because the community has no idea about any witchcraft stuff the community doesn't know what's going on with the witchcraft stuff and so when you have a coven that's so like public as this new one is it's really nice to be able to see them interacting with the community in a really positive light because you don't get that often. And when you do, 
sometimes it's really nasty and you have to really get the villagers to put their fucking pitchforks away. So, when I say C is for Coven, C definitely is for Coven. And there's a lot of really important things that go into a coven and a lot of things that can actually help somebody who is um, going through their practice. Coven can help you when you're struggling through difficult times. Um, we've also had to reassess if we're going to be putting the dog down or not. And that's been a really difficult conversation to have with my family and all those kinds of things. And the coven is supposed to be there as a religious guidance or, or whatnot. And so they've given me a lot of... Um, I don't know, a lot of, like, in-depth look as to, like, how I want to celebrate death, and I've never really thought about death um, within my practice. I mean, maybe I've given it a thought here or there, but how am I going to honor my dog in a way that also honors my faith? So that's something that I've been looking at, <clears throat> and I've been looking at just, like, a couple of other things here and there, but... Your coven is supposed to kind of take place of the church, if that makes any sense. The church itself, the witchcraft church, that one is kind of supposed to be there to kind of help guide you, to kind of help keep covens alive so that covens don't start disintegrating because people get sick or because something happens. The reality is um, we also get sick. You know, witches get sick. Christians get sick, everybody gets sick, but you have to have something in place to keep everything from falling the fuck apart, and so when you have something there <clears throat> to keep everything from falling apart, you can really start to look at how the coven is structured and how you can make things um, work just a little bit better within the coven, but that, that's been some of the drama that I've seen within the covens. Um, there's been a little bit of drama in the new coven, but it hasn't been substantial and it hasn't been enough um, for me to feel like we need to like talk about it on the podcast or anything like that. Um, but everybody in the new coven is really great. There's people my age. There's all sorts of really awesome stuff that's going on on a constant basis there. Um, we actually have rituals like a crossroads ritual. What's up, witches and bitches? Have you guys heard of Newsly? It's an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up on the most trending articles on the web and topics that you choose at any given moment, and it reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable, all in one place. Browse articles from topics that you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling, start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like from sports, tech, business, science, Bitcoin, or even Kardashian. It'll find you the latest articles and read them to you out loud. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 80 countries. Our podcast is there too. I started using it as my default podcast app. They even have digital radio. Download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me or from the link in the description. And use promo code THESP. That's THESP. I would also put on the description and get a one month free premium subscription. That's www.newsly.me. Bye. A lot of the rituals that I've been experiencing are different, but they're a lot of fun. 
Um, in my previous coven, everything was inside. Um, you know, they had their bougie fire, or their bougie candles, um, cauldron, all that kind of stuff. But actually getting out there and doing the dirty work, like that's, that was really nice. Um, basically, we had uh, a, a situation where we were doing a crossroads ritual. And you can pick whatever um, religion or whatever practice, whatever path you walk. And you can do that version of a crossroads ritual. So a lot of people chose um, Ukraine for the obvious reasons. Ukraine is being attacked right now. And so we decided to pay homage to Ukraine a bit. And there's also a lot of different things that you can do. Someone accidentally cursed a box. Uh, I know, you can accidentally um, curse things. Which, believe it or not, I'm looking into so that I can start... Um, cursing and hexing items myself. <laughs> I won't discuss why that is happening, but I do think that it is an interesting topic, and I do think that it is really fascinating. Um, but she was getting rid of the curse. She was getting rid of the the item that was no longer of use to her. And, um, yeah. <clears throat> it was really interesting and really awesome. Anyway. Um... I don't know, I've just been really busy with working and, and doing all those things, but I, I really felt like the coven was important to discuss because <clears throat> a lot of witches look for covens, and of course I have my coven safety tips, so go ahead and check that out. That's in another um, episode, but being in a coven is, is really helpful, and I almost think it's essential if you're going to be a witch um, for long term, so... I've been a witch for like six years now, I think. I can't even remember how long it's been now. Um, but I've been a witch for a really long time. And solitary is great, and it's fun, and it is definitely practical. But there comes a point where you feel like you need connection. And you need people who are like you. And being out there in the world with all these people who have all these Christian ideas is really exhausting to be around because none of them actually have a single thought that's their own. Of course, that's a whole philosophy. Um, you know, can does any of us have a thought of our own? But I digress. The, the reality is a lot of people don't actually have thoughts that are their own, and it's really frustrating to talk to those kinds of people because when you're full of all this excitement and wonder and the universe is inside of you, you can't talk to somebody who hasn't experienced that and doesn't know what the universe is and can't talk to you about basic, simple human things, which is really frustrating. So, <clears throat> there are different um, aspects of having a coven, and some people in the coven, they're not going to be, like, the number one, like, oh, yes, we want to talk to that person, you know. But there are going to be amazing people that you are going to meet along your path, and some of them are going to be in the coven that you choose. So at the end of the day, maybe choosing a coven is the best practice for you. Maybe choosing a coven is something that you want to do. But you'll have to think about what's best for you at the end of the day. I'm choosing a coven for a multitude of reasons. One of them is my daughter. I really want her to be able to be out there and to really know that we are witches and this is what we subscribe to and this is how we do things and this is how we do ritual and this, all those kinds of things. But 
you have to be careful too because a lot of the stuff is also not kid friendly. So there's a lot of stuff that I've been trying to um, figure out what am I going to do with, how am I going to um, teach my child about these different things. And I'm going to have a podcast episode about that um, in the future as well. How do you teach your kid? How do you introduce them to this stuff? Because a lot of the, the churches, for example, they have... Um, you know, the Christian churches, they've got programs, they've got different books and readings and things and stuff like that, that you can actually, um, you can read those with your child. <laughs> but, you know, I find for the, the witches and the witchcraft community, they don't have a lot of that stuff. So I'm out there, I'm actively looking for people who are out there and really want to, um, get connected with their craft, with their goddess, with their god. And really start working on that aspect of their lives. And what does that look like for their children? What does that look like for their little ones? So that's been a whole other thing that I want to work with. Um, within the actual like community of um, this, this church. This witchcraft church that's coming up. And I really think that church is an, an, excel, an excellent way. And I know a lot of people are going to say, well, why are you a part of a witchcraft church? Well, witchcraft church, I think, is perfect because we're taking that term church that the Christians have, have used and we're repurposing it for our ideals and what we want and what we believe. Which, if you remember, that's what the Christians have done with all of our holidays. So why not take one of their sacred words or whatever and use it for our purposes and whatnot. But that's everything that's going on with the church. Um, that's everything that's going on with the coven. And that's why I joined a coven. I think covens are um, essential for any witch. Probably not new witches. New witches don't know a whole lot. I think it's important to go out there, do your research, and understand, um, <clears throat> you know, where do you stand? Where is your stance? And, and, and where do you see yourself within the witchcraft community? Because there's so many different paths to take, and you t can take so many of them to different places, and all of them lead you to beautiful universes that are just your own. But the thing is, you have to decide that path for yourself. And if you do a little bit of research and kind of figure out your footing, it can help you a, a lot on your journey. So that's everything about the coven. However, let's talk a little bit about me. I mentioned earlier, okay, I'm not Wiccan anymore. So what am I? What do I believe in? And this has been a little bit of a, a truth or something that I've been haggling with for a little while. This has nothing to do with me uploading episodes or not uploading episodes. I've been really busy and I've been really sick. So that's why episodes haven't been coming up as quickly as I would like them to. So I will tell you, uh, one of my beliefs is uh, Native American uh, lore and, and legends and things of that nature. I really like the Native American um, belief system. So that's what I really practice is a lot of Native American things. But I also like the Norse um, mythology as well. And I am Scottish. So I'm looking into Scottish slash Celtic, um, Norse paganism, as well as Native American. One of the issues that I've been coming up with in um, with the Native American side of things 
is that I look white. And because I look white, no one will give me the time of day when I say that I'm Native American. So I am finding that I'm needing to hide that a little bit more. And I'm not really liking hiding that in my practice. I am not in the broom closet and I don't want to put parts of my practice in the broom closet because people are not accepting of the fact that I am Native American and I do wish to um, keep those practices alive. So on one hand, I want to keep them alive and I want to pay homage to my ancestry, but on the other hand, I don't want to hide things. And so I need to decide what I'm wanting to do and what I'm willing to um, sacrifice or how, how much I'm willing to fight for that, um, out in the open. And I'm thinking, you know, maybe there are going to be parts of it that I don't really, um, put out there in the open. Um, and maybe there are parts that I do, but from what I have found just in my own personal research and from my own personal, um, <clears throat> you know, from my own personal thoughts and from my own anecdotal evidence is that this is just not going to be very positive. It doesn't tend to be very positive if you're white. Um, and I know how that sounds, but from my experience, being a certain gender and being a certain color and being um, involved in certain groups, it gets you in certain doors. And this is just a door that I don't think I'm allowed in because I am the wrong pigment, which is frustrating. So I'm grappling with that currently. And I don't know um, what I'm going to do with it because everybody, when I talk to people on Facebook, when I talk to people um, online and whatnot, exceptionally disrespectful and rude of that culture. And I can understand now um, why Native Americans are so frustrated. And it's interesting because the Native Americans or those people who are darker colored are not the ones having issues. It's the people that took over and colonized everything. So I don't know. It's a very, it's a very weird situation. Um, anyway, this episode is a little bit shorter, not as long as I'd want it to be, but yeah, it is what it is. I'm hopeful that I'm going to get a, a nice long episode out to you guys um, really soon. I'm sorry I missed Sewin. I really wish that I didn't. I did have family in, and it was a lot of fun, and it was really epic, and it was just so amazing. Anyway, um, that is that, and I will hear from you guys next week. Bye!